Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Advent or uh, Merry Advent, maybe Blessed Advent. Um, pick one. I just hope you had a great Advent. Um, but we're here. We made it through Advent. We made it to and through Christmas, two days after Christmas. Everybody looks healthy and you seem like you made it through. That's a good thing. But it seemed like Christmas would never come. I know in our family, our daughter was counting down to Christmas. I'm sure all the kids were. She was also counting down to the excitement that it would bring and all the gifts that she would be able to open. Christmas couldn't come soon enough for her. But I think all of us felt that way this year, especially this year. It has been quite a year. A year like no other we've ever seen or lived through. Um, we all really needed some Christmas this year. We all really needed to rediscover Christmas and all that it brings in this real life that we live. As you know, we've been on a journey together over the past four weeks through Advent. We've learned together that Advent is a season of expected waiting as we, refocus, as we focus and reflect on Christ's coming, his coming to earth on that first Christmas long ago, and his eventual triumphant return to earth to complete God's ultimate work of redemption. Each week, we have focused on a different aspect of God's character embodied in, brought into our world, and lived out in Jesus, in his life on earth. These characters are hope, peace, joy, and love. The Christmas story is one of the most powerful stories that we've ever heard. It is a story filled with wonder and miracles and very real life. It is the story of Jesus, God himself, come to earth as the most wonderful gift of all eternity. As we have walked through various parts of the Christmas story these past four weeks, we have explored the intersection of Jesus in the lives of real people who played a role in his arrival. And we have seen that as he brought hope, love, joy, and peace into their lives in very real ways, he will do the same for us today. In our time now together, I'd like to briefly trace our way through the portions of this Christmas story once again, highlighting all that it means that Christ is come and all that we can rediscover about Christmas in him. Christmas is finding hope in our uncertainties. Christmas is finding hope in our uncertainties. When uncertainties surround us, the promise of Christ fills us with hope to carry on. Hope is the breath that keeps us alive. Hope is the fuel of faith and dreams and possibilities. Hope is that whisper that maybe, just maybe. It's the spark in the cold darkness that catches flame. It's the flicker of the first light on a new morning. In the worst sufferings and atrocities and catastrophes of human history, there's always remain a flicker of hope. Throughout enslavement, imprisonment, torture, and tragedy, 
there have been those who have clung to the smallest sparks of hope and fanned them within themselves to an eventual survival or freedom or release. Throughout history, the history of the Jewish people, there was the hope of God's covenant. There was the promise of restoration and blessing through the Messiah. But time dragged on and the nation was plundered. Its people were exiled and conquered. How long, O Lord, was the cry of the ancient Israelite people as year after year and century after century passed. But there were those who kept hope alive, living expectantly and faithfully, trusting openly and wholeheartedly that God would come through. Simeon and Anna were two of those people who encountered the baby Jesus. They both had lived long, difficult lives. They had known loss and disappointment, but yet they did not abandon hope. And when they saw the baby Jesus, just about six weeks old, in the temple, they knew without a doubt that this was the Messiah, the promised one, the son of the living God. They were ready and waiting for this moment. They were prepared and they embraced the moment of this hope fulfilled with rejoicing and worshiping and spreading the good news. The flames of their hope spread beyond and multiplied. How is your flame of hope today? It has been a tough year. Again, one like we've never lived through or seen before. This type of year threatens to extinguish our flames of hope. It threatens to discourage us and lead us down the road of giving up. But let me encourage you, no matter what you are facing, no matter where you are, I encourage you to rediscover hope in Christmas because Christmas is when Christ came as a child, giving us hope. With the arrival of Emmanuel, God with us, God has come to restore hope, the hope of salvation, the hope of restoration and healing, the hope of his continued work that he will one day complete in our bodies and our souls and in this world. As we come humbly to worship Jesus, the newborn king, we can find the renewal of his hope within us, the strength to take the next hopeful step and the strength to carry us forward. With Romans 15, 13 as our prayer, let's rediscover the hope that Christ has come and he is working in our lives today. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Christmas is also finding peace in our struggles. Christmas is finding peace in our struggles. Our struggles are real, but the peace of Christ transcends within us, even in our darkest struggles, in our darkest days. Of course, the announcement came in the dark of the night. Of course, the angels began their announcement to the shepherds with the words, do not be afraid. Because of course, they were afraid. They were humans. 
And there's so much in our world that causes us to fear. Because they were human and there's no, so much in our world that causes fear, there's so much that happens that we struggle to understand. For the shepherds, that included why these magnificent, terrifying heavenly beings were showing up in the middle of the night sky. What in the world was going on? For us, it's the normal pressures and disappointments and uncertainties of everyday life in our broken world. And that's true even without the roiling events of a global pandemic. The pandemic has just caused everything to seem more fearful. But in Jesus, in Jesus, the Prince of Peace arrived on earth and the angels proclaimed a new peace in Luke chapter two, verses 10 through 14. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. The favor of God is here with humans. The peace of Shalom, the Jewish concept of fullness, safety, completeness, and wholeness, is available to us. This is the peace of restoration with God. It is the peace that settles our souls deeply. It is the calm acceptance that it is well with my soul, no matter what swirls and storms around me. In a sense, it's almost like the coming of Jesus was the eye of the hurricane of human existence. The chaos of our world swirled before Jesus' earthly life and ministry, and it swirls after. But it's as if there was a cosmic pause that night as angels sang and ordinary shepherds gathered around a baby who was God. It's my hope that we have rediscovered the peace of Christ this Christmas. Oh, how we need it today. That peace of contented wholeness that provides the eye of the hurricane for our spirits, even in the midst of life's, life's hurricanes. Those storms will come. Some of us may even be in the midst of those storms right now. We know this. The winds may howl and blow. The rains will pour down on us. But let me invite you to step into this wonderful shelter of the peace of Christ. Let me encourage you to turn your heart to Christ, bringing him your hurt and your needs. And let us trust with you, let me trust with you, that the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding. It even confuses believers who have walked this journey for decades because we cannot understand it fully. 
but we know the peace of God will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. This is the rediscovery of peace of Christ in this Christmas season. Christmas is finding joy in our discouragements. Christmas is finding joy in our discouragements. We all have one of those days or weeks or years. Even then, Christ fills us with joy that defies our circumstances. King David wrote in Psalm 30, verse 5, Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Weeping may stay for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Sometimes that night can feel so long. Sometimes it's night after night after night as we try to carry on. Sometimes happiness feels so elusive and distant. Yet sometimes it pours out of us like the eruption of old faithful and sometimes joy bubbles up slowly within us. But as we have rediscovered this Christmas, the, great, the good news of great joy is that Excuse me. But as we have rediscovered this Christmas, the good news of great joy that is alive in us through Jesus is the strength that sustains us. The good news of great joy found in Jesus is the strength that sustains us. We've seen this in the stories of Elizabeth and Mary united in joy in their pregnancies, both of which were miraculous. For Elizabeth, joy was a fulfillment of long-dashed dreams of motherhood and the erasure of cultural shame because she had never been able to bear a child. Her joy erased decades of disgrace. For Mary, joy was a relief of acceptance and understanding and a celebration of being in the middle of God's greatest miracle. Surely Mary knew that she would face scorn, disbelief, and misunderstanding for her pregnancy. But in her encounter with Elizabeth, she finds the freedom of joy. For some of us, Christmas is a joyful season filled with songs and celebrations and traditions and comforts. For others, the expectations of Christmas joy serve as reminders of deeper pains and disappointments. And the lack of all this merriment we're supposed to be enjoying. Probably for most of us, Christmas brings a mixture of both. It's my hope that we have all rediscovered joy this Christmas season as we choose to rejoice. As we return our focus to Jesus, we can find his strength. As we pour out our hearts to him, even in the midst of our pain, he can transform our weeping into the joy that lets us appreciate and enjoy the goodness of his greater work within us and in our world. It is my prayer, as I join with the Apostle Peter in what he wrote in 1 Peter 1, 8 through 9. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. 
Christmas is finding love in our differences. Christmas is finding love in our differences. There really is so much in our world that divides us, that drives us apart. The love of Christ runs deeper than our differences. It runs deeper with a flood of grace, forgiveness, and unity. We long so deeply to be loved. The desire for love is so dominant in our culture. When future archaeologists and anthropologists explore artifacts of our era, they'll probably conclude that love was one of, if not the most important quality of our society. Our songs and movies and TV shows and literature are filled with themes of love. There's even a whole genre of holiday romance songs and movies and shows. Just turn Hallmark on. We are captivated by love, but we struggle so badly to love each other on individual and societal levels. Instead of a culture that exemplifies love, we are a nation and a world filled with division, conflict, and hatred. Despite our best intentions, our broken hum human nature divides us. Jesus, on the other hand, he is the bridge of love that unites us. He is the long-promised Messiah, sent because God loves us so much that he allowed his only son to be the sacrifice for all of our sins and shortcomings. And when he did, Jesus made the way for us to be restored into right relationship with God, who is love himself. As we explored love on our Advent journey, we saw how God gathered a varied group of different people to be involved in the arrival of his love, of his son. And we discovered how these people represented the barriers and divisions that God was uniting. There were young and old, the earthly and the heavenly, the lowly and the noble, Jews and Gentiles, clean and unclean. Ultimately, there was God and humanity. For the ultimate division that God wanted to unify was us with him. And we, and, we and we rediscovered this Christmas, as we rediscover this Christmas, it's my prayer that we rediscover the love of Christ, the perfect love that allows us to experience complete acceptance by God and the perfect love that removes our fears. Specifically as a church, in this time of transition, there are many fears that we face. There are many uncertainties. But as we walk together as a church, as a family, may we walk together in love because God is love. May we rediscover that everything we do, even though it can be very frustrating, is done in love because our ultimate goal is not survival. Our ultimate goal is to show others the love that we have been lavished with. Our ultimate goal, even in a transition season, 
is to show the love of Christ to one another as a valley family and to those we come in contact with outside these walls. I hope that we have all, including myself, have rediscovered the love of Christ in this Christmas season. And as this love washes over us and fulfills us from within, I pray that it propels us to reach across the divisions around us, even to our enemies, with humility and forgiveness and grace. And like the Apostle Paul wrote in Ephesians 3, verses 17 through 19, I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. That's an amazing love. This love is our God. This love is Jesus. Christmas is finding Christ in our world. Christmas is finding Christ in our world. Christ has come with hope, peace, joy, and love. Christ has come to change our world and to change us forever. This is his arrival into our world as described by Luke in chapter 2 of his gospel. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she, Mary, gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. What a humble birth for the king of all glory. Such an understated beginning to life. Yet such a normal entry into our existence. Human birth as a fragile, helpless baby. Jesus is one of us, able to understand everything we go through, all of our longings and struggles and pain. Yet Jesus is God. He is hope. He is joy. He is peace. And he is love personified, here to restore these characteristics in us as a byproduct of restored life in relationship with God. Jesus is life rediscovered. If you are struggling this year asking, where is Jesus? Let me offer this. Jesus is, in our uncertainties, struggles, discouragement, and differences. Jesus is, in our celebration and mourning, in our crying and rejoicing, Jesus is in our fear and in our triumphs, in our losses and our victories. Jesus is in our brokenness and healing, in our sickness and our health, in our life and our death. Wherever you are, Jesus is there. And he is working and he is moving. He is offering life and forgiveness. 
He is calling us to trust and to see beyond our immediate circumstances to his deeper, bigger, broader, wider, higher picture and work. Jesus is in our world and in our lives. He is here. He is Emmanuel, God with us for eternity. And he will never leave you nor forsake you. Jesus is the discovery of Christmas. Let's run like the shepherds to encounter him even after this season of Christmas. Let's worship and find renewal in his presence this year. Let's rediscover Christmas in the life he brings within us and around us. Merry Christmas. Christ has come. Christ is here among us. Christ will come again. Let us pray. Father, in this journey of Advent, in this celebration of Christmas, we have hopefully rediscovered these four characteristics, these four aspects of Christ that he brought to us as he arrived as a baby in a manger. And as we rediscover them and as we look forward to his second coming, may we continually grow in these aspects. May we walk in the hope, the peace, the joy, and the love of Jesus. And as we walk in these characteristics, Holy Spirit, we pray that you would allow them to become greater within us, that they would come out of us and we would share them with others, that they too would know this Jesus of whom we speak, that they too would know and find hope, peace, joy, and love in Jesus, for he truly is the only one who can bring us these things. May we walk worthy of our calling and may we continually rediscover all Jesus is to us. And may we allow him to move in us, among us, and through us for your glory and your honor. In your son's name we pray, amen.